This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Tuesday, September 22nd. Good morning. I'm Jeff Dowling. Here's today's headlines. FDA boosts traceability. Wine industry asks for disaster relief. Could farm payments be delayed? And House Ag Chair's farm policy worries. FDA looks to speed outbreak investigations. FDA is proposing record-keeping requirements for food traceability to aid its investigators during foodborne illness outbreaks and routine inspections. In a lengthy proposal to be published in tomorrow's Federal Register, FDA said manufacturers, processors, packers, and handlers of food on the agency's food traceability list, the FTL, would be subject to the requirements. Companies would have to describe reference records such as bills of lading and purchase orders, a list of foods they ship that are on FTL, a description of how they assign traceability lot codes, and other information needed to understand their traceability programs and records. The California Leafy Greens Marketing Agreement, the LGMA, is already in compliance, according to spokesperson April Ward. LGMA has required its members to have traceback systems since 2007. Survey results released last week show the producers can quickly track products involved in an outbreak. We can say with confidence that 100% of our members have a traceback system in place, said LGMA CEO Scott Horsfall. Wine industry, extend disaster payments for wildfires. Wine groups in California, Washington, and Oregon are calling on Congress to extend the Wildfire and Hurricane Indemnity Program Plus, that WIP Plus plan. California wine grape growers were able to access WIP Plus payments last year for 2018 losses, which included damages due to smoke taint. We fear these wildfires, and potentially more to come, will result in the greatest economic loss due to a natural disaster ever suffered by the industry, reads a letter from groups to Congress members. The groups worry that more buyers are rejecting grapes due to smoke exposure as the wildfires continue. Some growers are taking a leap by converting grapes to wine on their own without knowing if the added investment will pay off. Wineries, meanwhile, may not discover smoke taint until after processing, resulting in a significant loss, according to the groups. 2020 has produced more challenges than any could have ever anticipated, said California Association of Wine Grape Growers President John Aguirre. State Ag Board President pushes back on almond criticism. Don Cameron took issue recently with the complaint that almond growers use too much water, a common refrain echoed during the extreme drought. In a blog post, Cameron, the president of the State Food and Ag Board, who farms a ranch near Fresno, lists out the many ways that farmers have reduced water use over the years. He takes aim at a commentary by the Golden State Salmon Association, writing that this overly simplistic argument has been circulating for 40 years, with cotton being singled out before almonds. He points to an industry commitment to cut water use by 20% by 2025 and other sustainability practices. One thing is for certain, we will not get there by placing blame on each other without accepting responsibility for finding mutually beneficial solutions, he writes. And on that note, 
CDFA Secretary Karen Ross has penned a blog post recognizing the important role farmers and farm workers have played in helping to provide food during this difficult year. We have learned to do a lot by phone and computer from the confines of our homes these past six months, she writes. But you can't telework planting seeds, milking cows, or harvesting crops. CCC fight erupts over stopgap bill. A partisan feud over USDA's Commodity Credit Corporation is threatening passage of a stopgap spending bill that House Democrats rolled out yesterday. Democrats refused to allow a provision replenishing the CCC account, which USDA uses to make routine farm and conservation program payments, as well as special forms of assistance like the Market Facilitation Program and Coronavirus Food Assistance Program payments. The top Democrat on the Senate Ag Committee, Michigan's Debbie Stabenow, said during the AgriPulse Ag and Food Policy Summit yesterday that USDA doesn't need the CCC account refilled right away. She says the department should be able to adequately manage payments from the account between now and November when the account should be automatically replenished. She and other Democrats say President Donald Trump has been using the account as a political slush fund. But the chairman of the Senate Ag Appropriations Subcommittee, North Dakota Republican John Hoban, said in a statement to AgriPulse that failing to replenish the account will delay the handling of marketing loans as well as the distribution of farm program payments due next month. This October, November, and December, we expect the CCC will need an additional $15 billion or more to meet their obligations, the statement said. Now take note. Hoban says that the $14 billion in the CCC account was expressly intended for the CFAP payments. USDA received more than 10,000 applications for the second round of the program yesterday. That was the first day of sign-up. The bottom line, the House is set to vote on the continuing resolution this week. The House Rules Committee uh, on Monday refused to allow debate on proposed floor amendments addressing the CCC issue, including one offered by first-term Iowa Democrat Abby Finkenauer. By the way, the bill extends by one year the hemp pilot program and gives more time for Congress to reauthorize laws on livestock price reporting and grain standards. You can read our full report on the CCC funding issue at agripulse.com. Backtracking on farm policy, House Ag Chairman Colin Peterson says he worries that farm policy is going backwards with the flood of ad hoc payments USDA has made for trade assistance and coronavirus relief over the past few years. It feels like we're back to where we used to be before bolstering the crop insurance program and creating permanent disaster programs, Peterson said during a pre-recorded interview for the AgriPulse Summit. We've kind of trained people again to be looking for ad hoc payments and ad hoc disaster. I thought we were past that, but we're not. The committee's ranking Republican, Texas Representative Mike Conway, said Congress needs to shore up the farm safety net in the next farm bill. The question is where the money would come from. You will need some new money in the bill, and that's going to require other areas of the government to spend less or You're going to have to borrow money, said Conaway, who's retiring this year. I would prefer that other areas of government spend less. These will be priority-setting exercises. Here's today's He Said It. 
We hope the State Water Resources Control Board, which continues to push for a water-only solution, will join PPIC, Modesto Irrigation District, and a growing number of scientists that point us in a different and better direction. That Mike Wade, Executive Director of the California Farm Water Coalition, in a letter to Cal Matters. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Tuesday, September 22nd. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Alley.